With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hockey fans, are you ready to brave the wild? With me, your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Brave the Wild is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. I thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening to this show. And with me as a live studio audience, and you know, he'll he'll jump in and he'll be back in the live studio or whenever, you know, it's all up to him. And it's kind of a fun, fun bit we did a couple months ago. Neil Nakedog Thiesing is is in the building. Yeah! Whoa, massive shout out. Yep, <laughs> from a, a few feet behind me. Yep, he's a, he's in the live studio audience. We got hockey highlights flashing NHL Network in in silence, so we you don't hear any noise and all that stuff. That's just kind of smart, I guess, to go about that way. And uh, another very positive week for the Minnesota Wild. Yes. Who that? We that. Who that? We that. Yeah, there's just one game. We'll, we'll get to it. It's irritating, but yeah, it's just really irritating that it wasn't a sweep of a week, but I guess you, you, you can't win them all, especially when Nashville is one of the games. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> funny. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. As I predicted so, adroit, so intelligently on last week's show, I predicted the Wild were going to kind of pound away at the Dallas Stars because, you know, that's just... Uh, because, you know, to make up for that 7-1 BS a couple months, or not a, a couple months, but a month back or so in January, about a month and a half when they beat us 7-1. Back when Kemper and, and, well, Backstrom and Kemper were in that, that was fun. They just kicked our butts. But now we have the good goalie, and, and Dallas is kind of the one falling down. Mm-hmm. And we beat them 6-2. Yes. <laughs> yes, we'll take it. Sunday, <clears throat> February the 22nd, 6-2 victory for the Minnesota Wild over the Dallas Stars. So we're, re- we're reviewing four games, and we'll be previewing three. So, yes, in a two-segment show. Two segments, so we're sticking to that format. That was kind of fun and easy to do last week. 11th win in 13 games at this point. Zach Parisi leading the way. Two goals. Oh, man, Mikhail Granlin with a three-point night. Christian Foline has really been emerging in the absence of uh, Spurgeon. Spurgeon win. I keep trying to call him that. Jared Spurgeon. What the hell? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> But it's more fun with with Neil in attendance. See, I don't feel as as shaky saying that because it's just oh, it's embarrassing. But uh-huh. Christian Foline, it's not just the points though. He's just he makes intelligent plays and 
you know, Wes Walls has been showing us what he's been doing, the way he's just been bringing the puck up the ice and mm-hmm. making intelligent plays, not making as not making the mistakes you'd you'd expect from somebody at his stage in his career. He makes some, but he makes up for it with with better plays. Yeah, really. And then mm-hmm. we scored. Then we scored all six goals in one period. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that something? You know, that's just that's the most amazing part. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And thank you for yeah, thank you very much for bringing that up because mm-hmm. that's just a very important point because the Wild were losing in this game. <laughs> we were losing in this game, one to nothing, and it's just like it's just one of those nights, isn't it, Rick? You know, going into yeah, it's just one of those nights. We're not, we're just not scoring. We're putting the shots on net and everything, but we're not scoring. Eleven shots in the first three and nine shots in the second. That's not that. That's not great, but it's certainly not bad. Kind of <laughs> felt like. Uh... When we were playing the Oilers, and uh, we had so many freaking uh, chances at scoring, and the freaking goalie was on top of his head. Yes, he was. No, that was in the the Colorado game, you said? No, the Oilers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I? I'm like blanking here. I, I do apologize for that. Yeah, the Oilers game. That'll be the next one. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. Oh, it was unbelievable. But this night... Enroth, who we uh, victimized with a seven-goal outburst when this whole thing started. this I mean, I knew that was going to be the start of a turnaround. I didn't think it would be the start of the turnaround, though. Holy moly, you know? <laughs> it was the start of a turnaround. I figured, okay, we're going to have a nice positive stretch, and they'll give us a little hope, and if they're going to get better, this is the time to do it. Playing Buffalo, and we scored seven goals, and they got zero. We, you know, Dubnik had a very easy shutout in his first game. Now, all this time later, Enroth is on Dallas after a trade, and, and we score six more goals on the poor guy in the third period. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. It was a six-goal flood. The floodgates opened. I thought I was like, man, I thought we were going to kick their butts. That was so wrong. And Oh, no, I was right. <laughs> I, I just had to wait and be patient. Mm-hmm. What a game. Oh, what a fun game. Yeah, it was and yeah, it's like we were peppering Enroth, but nothing was going in, and it's like, come on, and then all of a sudden, everything started going in, and it started for like, at first it was good plays, and then all of a sudden, like, Enroth was a civ city a little bit there. <laughs> Some of them were just squirting through, and it's like, ouch, that's gonna suck. <laughs> that's gonna suck for Enroth, doesn't it? Mm. Well, this ended the five-game series of the season, and we win 4-1. to one. That's right. <laughs> Dallas ended up with three points, not two, because they did get a overtime point Friday, November the 28th, way back in, you know, 1812. No, I'm kidding. A long time ago, a nice shootout victory for the Wild that night. I still remember that one, and we were uh, starting to struggle, but at least we beat Dallas. I remember that. That was when the struggle had already started, but it was a nice little win. Oh, I wish, uh, wish, uh, wish, wish we didn't go on that snide, but a big theme over the course of this week, though, it it started on this particular night. I mean, this whole week, the heroes of this week in general were the fourth line, my, my man, the fourth line, the fourth yeah, line. <laughs> Isn't that something? Kyle Brozniak, Justin Fontaine in, in particular, and of course Eric Holla as well. Isn't that something? <laughs> what a nice week. Uh, this episode, so sometimes I don't even name it until after I'm done recording, but this week it's fourth line, uh, fourth Fleurs. line surge. Yep. Surge or flurries? Which one? Which one did you want? Fourth, four, oh yeah, yeah, flurries. yeah. Between surge or flurries, yeah. Fourth line, surge. Surge. Are you cool with that? All right. Okay. Or, or do you like flurries better? Mm, it's not really flurry out. Okay. 
Yeah, I'll take a, fl- a flurry. But yeah, fourth line surge. That's better, right? Fourth line, or fourth line uh, El Nino, or <laughs> El Nino. <laughs> but no, but that that might be like oh, he's talking about Niederreiter. No, <laughs> who also got yeah, he's a backer this week, boy. And it's thirty points on the season now, and liking that, that's gonna keep rolling. Stefan Veyu, yeah, he was on the fourth line that night. There we go. It wasn't uh, Hala at this particular time. He was kind of like, I don't know what Hala was. He was on the fourth, I guess. And Fontaine was actually on a on the third line, or was it even the second line in this game? So, I mean, it's it's been kind of a bumping all over the place. Veyu scored a goal in this game, yeah, so he was on the fourth line. So that, shells, that tells you how the fourth line was really a factor. Over the course of the whole week, Veyu later on put on waivers, so that's the reward he got for scoring his first goal in a year. <laughs> put on waivers, but ultimately reclaimed, or, you know, reclaimed whatever, and he'll be going to the Iowa Wild. Yes, yes. Because the Wild did make a trade. Uh, the, we're still waiting on a, another one that could happen in the next few 24 hours, whatever. Not 24 hours, whatever it is. 12 hours, whatever. Um, possibly, uh... Jordan Leopold is a strong possibility, actually. 34, 35 years old. He's my age. No, 34. And, well, not quite the NHL career that he had in college, but mm, it'd still be a nice fit for the team. He he fills, he fills a need. Um, Yeah, former Gopher legend. Yes. Always wanted him here, but, uh, well, it'll be nice to have him here. It'll be cool. Hopefully he'll be more of a factor here than he was with uh, Blues and all them. So, yeah. Singing the blues. Guess when he said, "Was it singing the blues?" Or yeah, singing the blues. Yeah. I was just gonna mention about the blues that I like the Wild to trade for Oshi. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> <laughs> you never know someday, but I mean, this whole division thing—it's tough. It's hard to make trades in a division in any division in any sport. Once in a while, it does happen. Yeah. Uh, like we traded away Setaguchi to the Jets. Mm-hmm. Not that long ago, um, for a draft pick. I, I kept thinking, like, what did we get? Yeah, it, it was it was a draft pick. Uh-huh. My bad. Um, yeah, we didn't get a warm body at the time. Uh, Setaguchi went on to the Flames. That obviously didn't work out. So I, I guess we won that trade. Huh. My God, I hate that freaking team. Oh my God. Which one, the Flames? The Jets. I actually oh, like the Flames a little bit, but uh, actually, well, yeah, I, I do. Flamer. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I do like the Flames. I, their their logo and stuff, especially, but. Yeah, I, I, I like him, and I like the success we've had against him so far this year. And I'm happy for them that they're in the playoffs. And the good news is, though, ho- hopefully they'll be in their little top three over there. So if we're fighting for a wild card, they won't like get in our, our way. So yeah. we'll, we'll see. They're old Northwest Division rival. Um, uh, back to the Northwest Division, though. Just like you were saying how we got like a million shots on goal against the Edmonton Oilers uh-huh. in XL Energy Center. That's right, in XL Energy Center. And yes, the Dallas game was in the X. Um, I should mention who scored all the goals, though, really quick My, uh, for the Stars game before I move on. Parisi had two goals. Uh, it's just a just an awesome night for him. Koivu had an unassisted goal. F- fantastic. Veyu had a nice rebound after uh, uh, Scandella shot the puck. Kyle Braziak kind of redirected it, and then Veyu kind of fell down and slid it past uh, Enroth. That was awesome. Dumba with a with his powerful shot on the power play. 
Got that in there. Granlin got his sixth goal of the year. He seems to always score against Dallas. <laughs> I remember yeah. he had three goals at one point this year, and all three of them were against Dallas. Well, that's yeah. at least four out of six right there against Dallas. Yeah. Yep, and as mentioned, Parisi got his goal total up to 27. And Dallas then with Jason Spezza trying to save whatever face they had left, made it 6-2, to two, which was kind of annoying, but... Eh, well, it was 6-2, and that was all she wrote. So, huh. thought I'd mention the guys that scored. You might want to know that. Spezza, by the way, that was his second goal of the game, which was like, uh, damn it, go away. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he... Uh, yeah, he, he had me a little worried about midway through that second period. Like, are the Wild ever going to score? Like, what the hell? Come uh, on, you know? Huh. Yeah, they scored. <laughs> I guess he he, he kind of had a Kemper type night. Like once you give up a tough goal, like damn it, you know, uh, it's like you know, uh, he just mentally like collapsed. Uh, and again, talk about not scoring and putting a lot of shots and goal. And the Wild did give a good effort. When you see a two to one loss at home to the Edmonton Oilers, you're like, did they even show up for the game? Uh, and the most annoying part of all is, yeah, they did. Yet we just could not score against the son of a gun. Well, when you uh, know they didn't. Um, commit or have a good game. Uh, yeah. You, you'd, uh, you see our coach uh, um, yelling, cursing the, cursing the, <laughs> cursing at them the whole. That's when you know mm-hmm. that they didn't do. They're not doing good. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like they put shots on goal. They just, I don't know. They just weren't finishing. You know, they weren't. They weren't finishing. They weren't good enough per se. Mm-hmm. They just weren't good enough. And partially, yeah, he was cursing, frustrated. Some calls maybe they didn't get. Just uh, It was just one of those type of games. Only their second loss since the All-Star break. The Wild, by the way. And it had to be the Edmonton Oilers. They're um, supposed to be easy, too. That's the thing. The Oilers, we pounded them all year. We Just last week, we beat them 4 to nothing, Like, 4 to nothing, And it was, like, easy peasy. You know? Oh, yeah. and, it was, and it was in Edmonton, Rexall Center. Easy peasy. Just, just we just sleptwalked through that one. I mean, and, and Edmonton offered no resistance to Dubnik. Maybe like one or two potential breakaways, and and you know he, he made the stops there. But outside of that, it was just like, eh, you know. And 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 they weren't like one on one type breakaways either. They're just like a scoring chance. And Dubnik made the stops he needed to for his sixth shot of the season, fifth of the wild, all that good stuff. Six, five, I mean, five shutouts in 13 games. It's like, what the hell, you know? Uh, and I made a statement earlier tonight before I get to this one, uh, these two annoying topics here with the, the three stars here that I'm looking at with this game. <laughs> if the Wilds were in the playoffs when they signed, or I keep saying signed, but traded for Dubnik, they, they would be Stanley Cup champions. I mean, they would win the Cup. <laughs> uh, That's how hot they are right now. They would win the Cup. Yep, yeah, they're pretty good. Right now, and it's like, I really hope and pray to God that they can keep this thing going. And you can't sustain, like, unbelievable runs, but hopefully you can sustain a good enough run and go all the way like the Kings did twice now. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. You know, well, you don't... <laughs> when I, uh... Um... Hopefully you can hear him, by the way. Yeah, no, I, I'm sure you can, yeah. Because you're um, speaking pretty loud. That's good. Live studio audience. like... <laughs> Are like top in the NHL for penalty kills? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I hate it when they get them, but if they have to get into a penalty, then I guess it's good to be a wild fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. To at least get the penalty kill, right? I don't yeah. know if we're getting mm. to the um, 
to the Avalanche uh, game huh. here pretty soon. But oh yeah, at the, well at, at the end, two more to go. I yeah. had something to say for that. Oh yeah, yep, I'll be ready. Yep, <laughs> that was just last night, Saturday, and I'm recording on Sunday because Saturday night I was very busy with some uh, with an Asian concert with my fiance. That uh, yeah, that was just uh, too long. Damn it, too long. Oh, too long. Okay, I, I'm sorry. Now she's gonna kill me. Somebody's gonna tell her. Nah. nah, actually, no, no one will tell her and all that good stuff. But, yeah, the Wild put up 34 shots, 19 shots by Edmonton. Actually, those statistics kind of similar. It's just, unfortunately, Dubnik had two goals surrendered in this one to uh, one guy. Do you know who scored both of those goals? Do you know who scored? Old fourth-round pick himself. Or fourth overall. You know, look at me screwing everything up. Fourth overall pick himself by the Wild. Fourth overall pick by the Wild. Clear. Puglia. Puglia. Benoit Puglia scored both goals for the Oilers. <laughs> doesn't that make you happy? It does, doesn't that just make you happy? <laughs> How many goals does he have this? Uh... <laughs> he scored his 13th goal on his second one. 12 and 13. Yeah. Kind of like a Jason Zucker. Huh? Who? Yeah. Oh, not. Oh, look at you. Zucker's <laughs> got like 21. Look at you. Oh, does he? Yeah, it'd be like when Zucker was not very good yet. <laughs> or like, well, Fontaine, gosh, he's, you know. But, yeah, I mean, Puglia, eh. well, he was supposed to be a, a star, like a potential star. I mean, top-line type of guy. Mm-hmm. Just not, he's just That's just not him. He's like third line, even though he's on the top line in Edmonton, which says a whole lot about them. I mean, Ryan Nugent Hopman and Hopkins and Jordan Emerly were both on that line. When he scored those goals, but you know he's having an okay year, and of course on Edmonton, he's going to be probably on one of the higher lines. I mean, he was on the champ uh, Eastern Conference champion New York New York Rangers last year, but and he was a factor, but like a third line type of guy, third or fourth liner. And in, yeah, in Edmonton, obviously his role is going to be higher. It's kind of sad though. You go from an Eastern Conference champion to you know Edmonton. Uh. <laughs> Uh, and Ben Scriven stood on his head. 33 saves in this game. One goal given up to a guy that, you know, has been kind of infamous this year. I mean, we loved him with the Gophers. Scored the game-winning national championship goal against New Hampshire. That was Thomas Vanek. Mm. But, um, damn it. <laughs> yeah, he did get his, he he got his 13th goal of the year. So there's our Benoit Puglia, dare I say. Uh. There, there, <laughs> there's, there's another Benoit Puglia. At least as a free agent. He's like a free agent version, but... Okay, why am I comparing him to him? <laughs> he got thirty he still has thirty nine points this year, even though his goal scoring has been kind of frustrating and his efforts like what it is. Um Jordan Schrader and Charlie Coyle on that line. I kinda like that line. They've actually been good and Schrader's been a huge, huge, wonderful godsend in the uh the absence of the injured Jason Zucker. Man. Wonderful godsend. Only his third assist, but he's got some goals to go with it. Yeah, Schrader, uh he's pretty good. Um Glad we got him. I love uh, gopher players that play on the wild, and uh, he's a young, young guy up and coming. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's been, you know, after not working out with Vancouver, sometimes you just need to change the scenery, like Nino Niederreiter, huh? Because mm-hmm. he was, you know, he his numbers weren't quite as bad as Niederreiter's were on the New York Islanders. Yeah, both of them were number one, oh, uh, not number one overall, but I keep screwing that up. But first round picks. Uh, Niederreiter was a top five. Schrader's like seventeenth or something, mm, um, but well. yeah, which is really high mm. uh, for an undersized guy. But yeah, his quickness, speed, his, and now he's starting to get some assists. What what a nice, 
what a nice uh, feeling he's been in in Zucker's absence, and he's looks like he's earning a potential uh, permanent spot in the in the National Hockey League. Yes, once and for all. Yes, Woo! I'm very happy about it. He's been he's been really really a positive for this team, and he's a part of this run right now. I'll tell you that. Now only if we could uh, get that. Uh... Leopold guy yeah, over here. Yeah, then, then yet another gopher, just like Keith Ballard you know, as well, we got, but he's obviously been bit by the injury bug, and he's another guy with Vancouver that didn't work out so hot over there. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah, he did really good on Florida, who's flashing on the screen right now. Uh, Yarmar Yager becoming the fifth overall all-time leading uh, goal scorer in NHL history. Mm-hmm. Just just like a couple days ago, traded by the... Uh, traded to the Florida Panthers from those New Jersey Devils after he retired earlier this year. He decided, eh, you know what, I'm going to come back again. He decided yeah. to retire, came back. Now he's with Florida. So he's going yeah. with God now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did he say that? No. Just... Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was the Battle of the Floridas, and the Panthers won tonight against Tampa Bay, who's having a strong season. And I always like to see the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning do well. It's nice to see Florida do well, too, though, considering they've been through kind of a lot of crap. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Willie Mitchell's down there. You know, Keith Ballard obviously had a lot of success there long ago in a galaxy far, far away. But, uh, eh, you know. Eh, it, it's Florida. That ought to be like water. They ought to be like ice water. No, no, they ought to be, <laughs> they ought to be like water water skiing, basically uh, playing hockey. No, because it's too warm. Yeah. Okay, no, I, I mean, right? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, it's true, though, isn't it? Then uh, when their game is done, they move in a uh, baseball team uh, <laughs> yeah. for spring training. Yep, Tampa Bay Lightning and the and the well Miami Miami Marlins. Whoa, that that made a difference. <laughs> oh, oh, what a difference! Okay, so we screw around. We don't beat the Edmonton Oilers. We just we just don't beat the Edmonton Oilers. Really? Are you serious? And <laughs> now I got to go play the best team in the league. Uh. And it's another flip flop. I've been doing this for like forever now. What the hell's going on? I keep flip flopping. Like, I'll be like, okay, the Wild are going to beat Vancouver in a close game, lose to Calgary. Okay, they lost to Vancouver and beat Calgary. And then another week, I had them losing, I can't even remember now. <laughs> uh, I can't remember, uh, Columbus or something. Now it's blanking. It doesn't really matter, I guess. But the uh, <clears throat> the Wild beat the uh, Nashville Predators. Yeah! They're saying uh, that... Uh... The Predators are a wild, uh, are, are in the wild, so... <laughs> yeah, they're in the wild. <laughs> it's funny how their logos are kind of similar in a way. They're just facing the other direction, a la all the uh, other presidents are facing the other direction from uh, Abraham Lincoln, but you know what I mean, on, on the coins, but yeah, they're facing <laughs> the other direction. <laughs> yep, Cause, because we hate each other, you know, we just, we won't even look at each other. And the heroes of this game in a huge way were the fourth line, but so was that 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 line with Coyle and Anita Ryder and such. Though I mean, they mm-hmm. just got the job done. Schrader again, Schrader and Coyle, yep, Woo. hooking up with with Nita Ryder, who ultimately had two goals. He's one of those kind of guy. He is a hell of a scorer, Nita Ryder. The second uh, one, yeah, second one was an empty netter. The first of the two though was a pretty nice uh, goal that ended up being the game winners. Twenty of the season and twenty first with the empty net. Far, 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 far away from the net. It was literally like full rink. Uh, just let it go, and it was it was good enough. It went in. Mm. And there was almost two minutes left in the game. It's like, well, that's over. I mean, oh, my God. Uh, we just beat the best team in the league, man. Uh, uh, 
that's why I think the Wild, with uh, the way things are going right now with Dubnik and the way they're playing with their confidence, if the playoffs were going on the last month, we'd be champions, man. Uh, we'd be champions. And I just get uh, emotional thinking about that because you know how bad I want to win. You know how bad I want to win. Uh, oh, oh, my God. It's like all Minnesota fans. Yeah. I don't know if you can really include the WNBA for a championship. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. WNBA, uh, no. Uh, Gopher hockey, yes, to a point, but it, uh, it is college. But I, I like Gopher hockey more than the Lynx, you know? Yeah. Minnesota Lynx. I mean, that, going to Gopher hockey when the National Championship was so unbelievable. And when they had a Minnesota Vikings Super Bowl type of performance in that uh, championship game last year. It's just. Ah. I'll rehash this real quick. It's off topic. I apologize. Uh, but, yeah, last year when that stupid union had that four goal, like, flurry in, like, three minutes, I just, I left. I, I left, and I drove downtown and looked at the Viking Stadium just to get out of here. Uh, and then I came back, you know, midway through the second period, still kind of just out of it. But, you know, things got a little better, and then, of course, it did what it did. It was just Viking Super Bowl type. You know, it just didn't work out. Yeah. Still getting teary-eyed thinking about that. Uh, I hated that one. What happened to our goalie for Gophers? Did he get... Um, In that game? Or? No, this year. Uh, all of a sudden, I want, they won their last game, but there was a rookie in there. Um, mm. Like, uh, I forget, it started with an L, like... Yeah, the the freshman. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I missed this weekend, and I've been watching very closely for the last like several weeks. I missed this weekend. Who, who Maybe was, they needed a break for Wilcox. Wasn't our goalie like a senior or a junior or something? Yeah, it, it's yeah. Wasn't yep. it Wilcox? Yeah, he, yeah, or yeah, Wilcox. But I didn't. Yep. He wasn't in there, so I was wondering what happened to him. Um, my guess is maybe they were giving him a break or something. Or I hope he's not injured. But I did miss this weekend, so I'm not sure. Unfortunately, Joey, look yeah. at you. Yeah, I missed this weekend with all this junk going on, and plus it was actually earlier too, which threw me off a bit. It was earlier in the week too. Uh, but yeah, the fourth line, huge factors. I mean, who who would have thunk against the National Predators with? You know, we have Devin Dubnik, but they have Rene there. They have Rene, the guy that everybody really looks at as the best goalie right now. You know, um, he's not a name like Brodeur or anybody like that, but he's really emerged this year, as did the entire National Predators team with guys like Peter Forsberg. Why am I calling him Peter? Philip Forsberg emerging massively. Uh, veterans like Matt Collins still being a factor. <laughs> but our... Unbelievably hot goalie, even better than than Rene, and of course the fourth line being clutch and fantastic, and I can't believe it. They were a factor on multiple goals here at this point. Sean Bergenheim, the newly acquired Sean Bergenheim acquired, uh, played his first time of ice. He's a third liner. We acquired him from the Chicago Bulls. No, Florida Panthers. Uh, third oh. liner. I, yeah, he's a third liner. He's a first round pick, so I'm sure they. Projecting him to be higher than the third liner, but he's a third liner who can score 10 to 15 goals. So basically he's Matt Cook without being, you know, in, you know, a kind of guy that injures people or is injury prone himself. Yeah. <laughs> or injury prone at age 36 or whatever, you know, so. Like Kane? <laughs> yeah, that's another one. Huh. Oh my goodness, he, he really, uh. Yeah, he was. Uh, he really went into that wall with that with that shoulder, and he's out for 
eight to twelve weeks. So, mm-hmm. yep, happy trails to you. At least at this point, at least at this point. But now they're mm-hmm. they're doing a lot of trading. Yes, they are. They made a pretty interesting acquisition recently, and we'll see where where things go with that one. Um, but yeah, to see Eric Holla, Justin Fontaine, Kyle Brasiak, all a factor. Really, really cool. And they were factors last night against the Colorado Avalanche, too. Uh, Holla got his sixth goal of the year. Fontaine has been unbelievable mm-hmm. when Jason Sucker's been out. Even better than Jordan Schrader, who, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, who netted an assist on the third line. Coyle, Schrader, and Niederreiter, just huge. So the third line was also good in that game. But the fourth line, uh, just, just paramount for the wild success this week. And... Thank you very, very much. This was absolutely a, a highlight victory for the Minnesota Wild throughout the entire season. I mean, when you look at the three stars, I mean, Kyle Brozniak, number one, Mike Fisher, who had who factored in both of uh, uh, Nashville's goals, and Eric Halla, the third star. It's just, damn, you know, a goal and an assist. He assisted on Brozniak's goal, and Brozniak assisted in Halla's goal. So, all right, you know, all right. Keep it up, guys. Keep it up. Nice chemistry between those two. They used to be centers on, you know, Hollow was third, uh, Brozniak was fourth, and at the beginning of last year it was flip-flopped. You know, Hollow was the fourth line because he was just getting started, but now they're line mates and they've been doing a good job. It's nice. It's nice to see Hollow waking up. He had another multi-point game last night, so shall we forward into the Colorado game? Are you ready? Oh, yeah. It sounded like you had something to say. A 3-1 to victory over the Colorado Avalanche, and it is not the final game of the season. They gave up their first goal ever against the Avalanche, and I predicted that too. I predicted they'd give up one goal against the Avalanche. So my then, my predictions are just unbelievable, except for the fact we lost to Edmonton and beat Nashville. But yeah, you know they're they're all right. And the, the yep. goal wasn't even uh, during a power play. Yep, we're like forty four and forty five out of all the power plays for I don't know. Mm-hmm. If that's for for the whole year, but it's, I think it's, I don't know, if, I don't think it, 44 power plays is a whole year stat. By, by, sure. uh, by Colorado? Yeah. Yeah, they've been struggling, haven't they, in that category? Well, that's for the whole year for the Wild. Oh, They were mean. saying like 44 out of 45 power plays. Mm, we but I don't know if yeah. that's just recent. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were able to stop, or mm-hmm. yeah, it's been it's been good. It's been over the course of a of time. Yeah, yeah, they they've been on a tear with their penalty kill of late. That which is really nice because we are first yeah. in uh, <clears throat> par or uh, penalty kill penalty kill. Yeah, just like the old North Stars used to be back in the day. It seemed like they were tops, you know, like the last couple of years in the in Minnesota before they you know did what they did. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. that is a really cool goalie mask because this is a. In studio television, per se, obviously, no, uh, and no, it's not like a real Ritzy studio. It's just, you know, it's, let's just say it's my studio. <laughs> uh, really nice uh, goalie mask by. <laughs> Choking to death here by the Anaheim goalie. I love it. Pac Man. Yeah, by, by, it's a Pac Man goalie. Pardon me for the coughing there. I. Drying up my mouth, and I apologize. So it's time to wet my whistle here. Who was the factor in this game? Yeah, the fourth line was, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Eric Hall, uh, putting the puck, putting the puck on net. You know, good things happen, and he slipped that thing barely through that corner, and that yeah, that was so cool. 
And it was yeah. such a nice pass through Fontaine, feeding it to Hala. But overall, the goal itself, I mean, you know, Varlamov has been snake bit by the Wild this season. And I'm, I'm glad, you know, and he was kind of showing off a bit last year when he beat the Wild in the shoot. I still remember when he's kicking the puck around like, Dung! you know, like knocked it with his... Knocked it with his goalie stick just to kind of be like, ha ha, you know, I can stop anything type of deal. Uh, and you got to have confidence to be a goalie because if you're not confident, you're going to give up like eight goals or something. But Well, we did oh, pretty yeah. good. We uh, like had two or three five-on-threes mm-hmm. yeah. in that game. And Barlam, obviously. You just stopped him. stuffed it all the time and uh, mm-hmm. got them high... The high picks where we stop them um, from going to the net, mm-hmm. where they get less chances to score and so. Yeah, he is a really, really, really good goalie. Obviously, Varlamov. They say you know we've been solving him just enough. That's the good part. And the fourth line, just huge factor in this game. Like I said, you know, Hala, another goal, another assist type of game. Fontaine again with a a goal. Ended up being his eighth of the year. That was a. Really nice. He, he kind of broke loose on that one a little bit mm-hmm. from Hala, and he was able to finish that one past Varlamov, who looked a bit like he couldn't believe that. He just couldn't believe it that happened. And then Pominville definitely on the breakaway, really just exploding towards the net. Powerful wrister, 13th goal of the year. So it's funny how both Vanek and Pominville, who are specific goal scorers, they only have 13 goals in the year, but, but at least they're picking up now. And, again, like I say, every freaking week, the absence of Jason Zucker, they're making up for it. And when everybody's making up for the absence of one guy, whoa, you're actually getting more than before. Mm-hmm. Rock rock and roll, you know? Because it's not like Zucker's going to score, like, three or four goals a week, and these guys are scoring, like, three or four goals a week. So, when they weren't scoring any for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Pominville, it seemed more like bad luck, where Vanek, I don't know, what the hell, you know? <laughs> Seemed more like combination of bad luck and really poor effort at times too. Uh, Just kind of, eh, you know. Yeah, I'm here, and yeah, you know, I'm not making like 15 million a year or anything, so whatever. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it isn't that bad. It's combination of age, maybe other junk on his mind because when you owe like millions of dollars, like for stupid gambling mistakes, <laughs> I, I suppose. But yeah, that was a, that was nice. It was a nice kind of a, a lead pass from Granlin when Pominville was all by himself and blasted that sucker past Varlamov and three to one, baby. You know, all right, we are entrenched in the playoff positioning, and I keep clapping a lot because I'm so happy. I mean, I'm so so freaking happy, and, and Hall has been playing so well. Mm-hmm. He, he went from like three points in like forty games or so. Now he's got 12 and 55. I mean, all right, you know, and Brodeen's numbers have been creeping up, and he's having an awesome season. Mm-hmm. Vanek, believe it or not, yeah, he has 39 points, like I said. Uh, sheesh, Zucker's all the way up to 30. Like, or no, not Zucker. Gosh, Nino oh. Nita Rider's up to 30. It's just, it's been nice. It's been very, very nice indeed. Brozziak somehow has 18 points. That tells you he's one of those guys. Where everybody, you know, like he sucks this and he sucks and he sucks and he's and sometimes he's good, but when he does score, they're always just huge goals. Mm-hmm. That's the that's what I like about Braziak. He'll save the day, just like uh, just like Jerry Spurgeon. He'll save the day, you know, at, at moments. Uh, oh, and last night the Wild were only one point behind the Jets, and remember how it looked like they were impossible to catch. Twelve points behind 
Good luck. You're never going to catch the Jets. We were only one point behind. And then the frickin' bastards beat the LA Kings tonight. And they play the Kings the same way they play us. Like, they want to get in a fight every five seconds, don't they? Don't they? I hate that frickin' team. Just watching them. How many points are the Kings away from the um, uh, playoff? They They have 70 points, three points behind the Minnesota Wild. Who hold the number two wild card spot? Yes, yes, yes. And the wild have. So it's yeah. kind, of, kind of like a good thing that they beat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a way, yeah, because then it keeps them behind. In a way, yes. Yep. But then me, I'm greedy. I want to move up. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we have a well. We're tied with Vancouver, who's number two in the Pacific Division. It just tells you how much tough tougher the Central Division is. It's just uh, unbelievable. Uh, Central Division, National Predators, which we have beaten, yes. They have 89 points, still way, way, way ahead. 16 points ahead. The Blues have 84. The Blackhawks have 79, which suddenly is fairly catchable, and I can't believe I'm saying that. And now with, of course, Patrick Kane out until, you know, the playoffs practically, mm-hmm. they're very catchable. And if we get into the number three, well, all right then. <laughs> you know, it's time to start getting excited. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like right now, we would be number two, because I believe we're holding a tiebreaker over Vancouver at this point. We would be number two in the Pacific Division. That's awesome. That'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. Whereas Anaheim is like Nashville. They're so, they're so far ahead, it's like, forget about it. They're going to win the division championship uh, with a bullet. The Kings are what they are, though. They make the playoffs. Watch out. They are the New York Giants, the San Francisco Giants of hockey. I mean, watch out. Mm-hmm. They make the playoffs. Oh, it's going to be a while. You know, they're yeah. going to be around for a while, most of the time. Mm-hmm. The Blues, we know what they do, too. They sing the Blues. Yep. <laughs> they went to the finals like their second year ever, and their first year ever, and they didn't win. And they never went back ever again. So, <laughs> I hate that team, too. Yeah, they're, they're kind of like the Jets, but better. But they never win in the playoffs. <laughs> All right, so, any final comments you may have for this week? This, is gonna, this show might be slightly longer than the past because we're having some fun. So, yeah, we just got lots of hockey over here. We got uh, the high school hockey. They got the high school hockey two uh, tournament going on. Yeah, and, uh, go Lakeville North undefeated. Oh, there you go. Yep, that is that is Neil's squad there. Rosemont's You're... my squad, but oh, I, I do live oops. around Lakeville. <laughs> yep, and, so I do kind of cheer for. Teams that are like neighborhood teams and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Like if say Breck or something, because they're pretty close. Not that I like Breck that much, but <laughs> I don't really fit in with that uh, uh, overprivileged qua uh, the overprivileged class. But anyhow, yeah. <laughs> they're kind of rich over there at Breck School, but yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. You know? But no, I mean, yeah, Rosemount. Shame on me. I knew that. Shame on me. Mm-hmm. You're like, Joey, I'm going to kill you. Ha! I'm going to kill you, Joey. Ha! But no, that's cool, and good just, luck to Lakeville, yeah. Just like that coach that told the kid he's going to kill him. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> college basketball, excuse me, this past week. I'm going to choke to death. Okay, so let's wrap up this segment. The Mike McDonald Award winner for this week, it's going to go to the fourth line. No, yeah, you know, basically, yeah, I'm going to give it to... Oh, yeah. I'm going to give it to... It's like, it's going to be one of those guys. It's like, you know, I'm going to give it to the fourth line. They were fantastic all week. Fontaine, Brasiak, and of course, Eric Halla. And if I had to pick one out of that group, 
I might be. And this might be sacrilegious to all you Wild fans out there who really, who really are down on the guy over the time. But man, like I said, he's so clutch. Brodziak. Kyle Brodziak might be the Mike Madonna Award winner for this week. And yeah, I'm going to give it to Brodziak overall. But the fourth line, like kind of tied slash honorable mention. Would you like to pick a player of the week, Mike Madonna Award? I'd give it to Joe. To Joe? Yeah. Joey. No, to, to me? Yeah. The host of Brave the Wild? No. because yeah, he's number one. Thank you, sir. <laughs> you're like, no, you're not. No, probably Holla. Holla, yeah, he was fantastic. How huh. far Ooh. he's came from. How far he's come to like be a top player now. and mm-hmm. Be a lot wild. better anyway, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm. James Shepard Award, that's usually, or James Shepard Memorial, that's like the worst player of the week. And, and it's always like, you know, right now, again, they've been, it's like they've been playing so well, it's hard to pick anybody, but uh, it's kind of like, you know, uh, well, that Edmonton game, guys like, you know, Sonny Vanek scored in the game, but it's like you want to give it to him almost. <laughs> he's just, you know, when he doesn't play well, he's really hard to watch. Uh, but overall, for that, just for losing to Edmonton, I'll give it to the whole team for that one. <laughs> just for that one game, though. Just for that one game. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have anybody you want to mention very uh, quickly? Uh, there's a guy who kept on getting penalties uh, against the Colorado uh, Avalanche. The Lanch. Not, I don't remember if it was Nino Niederreiter or something, something like that, but uh, <laughs> it just pissed me off. Yeah, uh, there's that too, and I, yeah, it's like... <laughs> it is stuff like that too that can really get to you. The dumb penalties. Yeah. Um, sometimes that's Bra- Sometimes Braziak does that. Sometimes Coil once yeah. in a blue moon, right? Mm-hmm. Coil can get on your nerves sometimes. Huh. Uh, it's just like where where do you go? I mean, Coil had five penalty minutes in the game. Braziak, but those are fights. Yeah. Uh, really, a lot of other guys they just had two minutes, so you can just kind of go with that, I guess. Just it was multiple players over the course of several times. I mean, the Wild gave up or the Wild run. Uh, on the penalty kill seven times in that game, which is insane. Yep. That's a lot. Yep. But, yeah, to be stopping 44 of 45, that's really damn good. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Over the stretch. Like Magic Johnson. So, really, yeah, you could give it to the team there for all the freaking penalty minutes. So, yeah, maybe you could say that. Oh, we almost lost the game because of that. Scary. But, luckily, Dubnek, he's obviously a nice uh, reason why we... Why, I mean, he's another guy you could obviously have as a candidate, but we don't want to stretch it out too far. Mm-hmm. So with that, we'll take a break and do some previewing right after this in segment number two, and that'll be the final segment. <gasps> do you shop on Amazon? Did you know that you can support this podcast just by doing your normal shopping on Amazon? It's really easy to do. Just go to thesportstuff.com and click on one of the many Amazon pictures. Do your normal shopping, and Amazon sees that we referred you, and they give us a percentage. We'd like to thank you in advance for supporting thesportstuff.com, and please use our Amazon link. Now enjoy the rest of the show. We are going Saturday. 
we are back here on Brave the Wild, segment number two, preview segment in rock and roll. Minnesota Wild host the Ottawa Senators. Who the hell are the Ottawa Senators? No, it's like, no, I'm kidding. It's almost like we almost forget who they are, practically. They were good a couple of years, I mean, like about, well, not a couple, like about eight years ago, they went to the finals against Anaheim and they didn't really... Yeah, they didn't really factor in that finals, unfortunately. Yeah. Would have highly preferred them to win. They were the more skilled team. Than, but, uh, yeah, unfortunately, Anaheim just was more physical and ready to rock and roll there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Ottawa Senators come in 27-23-10. and 10. The Wild, of course, 33-22-7. Really playing fantastic. For me, there's no real reason to believe the Wild won't continue their winning ways. Hosting the Ottawa Senators... But my goodness, uh, the Wild played really. I mean, they went back when they were playing great. The Ottawa Senators derailed them in in Ottawa. They beat the Minnesota Wild three to nothing. And I'm like, what the hell? When I look at that, it's like, really? Now you look at their injury situations. Like, holy mother Moses! I mean, it's like one injury after another. Um, their goalie that night was Craig Anderson. He got the shutout in that game. Will he do it again? I hope not. Luckily, the Wild will be at home, but you got several injuries. MacArthur's out. Uh, Laner, Phillips, Neal. Oh, bummer. Craig Anderson's out. Oh, bummer. Huh. <laughs> so I guess that kind of helps the Wild's chances. Just just a little bit. He had three shutouts on the year. Goals against average was fantastic. Might be their best player right now. Or was. Was. With a, with a past tense. Uh, Turris is, oh, that's the wrong, what am I looking at, is their center, their top line center. Um, right now the goaltender is Hammond. So we'll see where things are going with that one. Um, but I, I do think the Wild will win this game. I mean, there's no reason for me to believe that the centers will come in, but then again, there was no reason for the Wild to lose to Edmonton either. I mean, you never do know. Andrew Hammond, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, Andrew Hammond is, uh, in limited time, <laughs> yeah, he's five and zero with two shutouts. Oh, Dave. Sh- shoot, okay, oh. yeah, five and zero with two shutouts, one point three one. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he was the goalie that night, and um, he's kind of their like version of Devin Dubnik right now, I guess, like an early version here. Okay, that's kind of scary. He's an undrafted player, whereas Dubnik was a number one first round pick, whatever twenty in the twenties, ended up kind of you know being. Like, not a starter, kind of Josh Harding-ish. You know, before Josh Harding got better, and, of course, well before he got sick. But, uh, yeah, kind of like Harding, like, in and out of the, you know, starting, backup type of thing. Mm-hmm. There's Andrew Hammond. Oh, he's off to a hell of a start to his career. Mm-hmm. And they're starting to play better. That sucks. Uh, they are 3-0-0 on their trip through California, which every time the Wild go to California, they lose. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> This changes my view a little bit on this game. <sighs> I got a bad feeling, actually. Yeah, because um, I'm going to pick the Senators. I don't want to. I really don't want to, but I'm going to go. the Wild! Woo! Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, the Wild <laughs> have been playing so much better. But this is going to be like a 2-1 to one type of game. It's going to be a grinded-out 2-1 to one game. And, boy, you know, people have got to be in the right place, right time, uh, puck luck, all that good stuff. The Wilds' puck luck has been better at home than on the road. If this was in Ottawa, I would pick the Senators, but uh, 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 it's going to be a 2-1, to one, literally like a puck luck type of game. 
just because they've been playing so well of late, and this could be like a fourth line saves the day type of game, and the fourth line has been playing so well, well, then I guess I will side with the Wild, I guess. But I'm scared of this Hammond guy, man. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, it's just he's, he's just starting out still, so ho- hopefully the Wild see something and solve it, whatever it is. But, boy, he's off to a great start. Hopefully the Wild don't run into a, Ottawa's Devin Dubnik. Who knows? Maybe the Minnesota Wild and the Ottawa Senators will be in the finals. So, about oh. a couple months, three months from now, mm-hmm. we will we will play. I promise you we will play this back if somehow, some way. Devin Dubnik and Hammond are the two goalies in the Stanley Cup Finals. But uh, I will go with a 2-1 to victory for the Wild. Eric Halla, Fontaine, will they keep it up? Hopefully. And if the Wild are going to win the game, they kind of almost have to. Or possibly a Parisi who's been the constant goal-scoring, aggressive threat, just putting a million shots on goal. It's going to come to a Parisi or like, like a Halla type or a Fontaine to save the day mm-hmm. in this game. Washington Senators. No, Washington... <laughs> keep screwing up names because I'm goofing around. Huh. Washington Capitals host the Wild Thursday. So the that's Wilds... Our team. That, that's, I think, much more of a... Yeah, that's a problem. Tuesday, March 3rd, by the way, was the Senators game. Now we go to Thursday, March 5th in Washington. Yes. That's... <laughs> I don't like this one. Do you like it? No. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, Ovechkin scored his 40, 41st, 40th and 41st goals tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't like this game. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to pick the... I'm going to go with Washington in this one. Uh, sorry to say, but... <laughs> yeah, they're really good right now. Luckily, the people on on, on uh, Yahoo are all picking the Wild. That might be just three people for all we know. Uh, but it is 100-0 right now. Um, no major names injured. Ottawa's got a lot of injured guys, so that actually does give me hope that the Wild will win the game. Mm-hmm. That they won't present much of a scoring threat. Yeah. It's funny, though, that Craig Anderson, who got a shutout against the Wild, is hurt. But then, oh, the guy who's been in there, it's been unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> it sucks. Um, yeah, Nicholas Backstrom, and we're not talking about the goalie, and I know that's not funny anymore. <laughs> but Washington's a team, they're either really good or they just they suck and they're underachieving. This year, they're really good. Oh, I'm going to pick a loss. In this game, 3-2-2, 3-2 loss for the Wild in Washington. Unfortunately, I'm sure Ovechkin will get his 40-whatever goal in that game. Damn it. 42nd, 43rd, however far he is in his season. Maybe he'll score twice. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> He's been ridiculous. He's been Lemieux-like this year. James Shepard, that son of a... Ugh. Just look at that. Just look at that guy. Celebrate. I hate him. Okay, anyhow... James Shepard Memorial. There's a reason why I call it the James Shepard Memorial. Huh. I hate that. Huh. Yeah, yeah right. I, 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 yeah. Mm. But no, the uh, the Washington Capitals pull this one off. Unfortunately, they're gonna. It, it might even. I'm not gonna pick four goals against Dubnik. Do you, do you notice how I always pick these low-scoring games? Mm-hmm. Because that's kind of been the theme for like about a month now. So. Well, if we give up four goals, we're in trouble. I mean, uh, luckily he recovered quickly from that shellacking he received from Detroit a while ago. That was the way he came back after that. That told me, whoa, we're we're onto something here. Uh, Hopefully, the Wild can get to Hammond against uh, Ottawa. So yeah, I, I think we go two and one this week. We head to Carolina Friday, March sixth. It is a back to back. Maybe Darcy Kemper starts this game. Maybe. 
And even if he does, you know, I mean, obviously, I don't blame him. I don't blame the Wild if they do that because Dubnik might need a break, especially after facing a firing squad in uh, Washington. Uh. (laughs) Wild will win this game, and I'm going to be happy about that. Uh, Carolina's goaltending is decent. Their scoring is kind of all over the place. Their defense is not very good. Um, They've been playing a little better lately, but they're still well below most people over there in the Met Division, Metropolitan Division. It's in Carolina, which isn't always a good thing. The Wild scored six goals last time against this team, even though they gave up three, and it was kind of sloppy. But I picked the Wild to win this one, four to two. You like it? You like it? Four to two. I think we win five to two. That could, yeah. I mean, hopefully, yeah, yeah. Just one more, yeah. But I was even thinking of a five, but I'll, I'll stick with four for now, just to be, you know, different, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. Over the course of this week, uh, Pominville, maybe he continues his scoring. The fourth line continues to play well. You can never, you can, you, I mean, you can't count on that because obviously they're fourth liners, even though they're good fourth liners. They're really good fourth line, but you can't count on it to stay good forever, just like you can't count on the top line to stay good forever. They, That's why Yo shuffles all the time. Uh, he put back the super line again. Oh, and yes, there it is. There's the proof. Eric Cole uh, was supposed to Detroit. Yep. Uh, He's got a. He looks like a demon with that wing sticking out of his head. That's huh. kind of funny the way they placed that. Huh. What the hell is that? <laughs> oh, Eric Cole. That guy, that guy always scores against the Wild. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, well, now he's on Detroit, so we won't have to worry about him with Dallas anymore. Huh. I still remember that guy derailed us one time. Not, it seemed like yesterday. I think it was last season. Son of a gun. Um, but, yeah, the Wild will go 2-1 this week. They'll get... Uh, they'll get Four out of six points, maybe five. Maybe they'll score a point against uh, Washington with a shootout type of deal, but the Capitals will win that game. And if we win in Washington, props to the Wild. Mm-hmm. But I won't count on that yet, just like I didn't pick them to beat Nashville either. So uh. who knows? Maybe it'll be another flip-flop, but I'm not going to name names yet. <laughs> well, maybe Ottawa wins and we lose, to, or we, we beat Washington. Who, who knows? But it is what it is. So are you kind of going with the same flow in this one? You have Ottawa win, Washington loss, um, and then a victory in Carolina. Carolina with Sean Bergenheim scoring his first goal. Will he score his first goal with the Wild this week? Yes, he'll get one goal this week. That's my prediction. That's just a random, fun little prediction. Halla will score again this week, too. I think he's going to keep playing well, and then Schrader will get at least two points this week. Those are just little minor predictions. That I'm going to make that might not be like, okay, Parisi's going to score a goal. Well, the odds of that are pretty high, I would say. Yeah. 25 goals in the year. He's not a Vetchkin, but he's he's having a hell of a year, though. What about Koivu? He's quieted a little bit. Uh, he, uh, but, I mean, that's to be expected. I mean, Koivu, he was playing at a clip that he looked like, you know, he looked like a Gretzky out there practically. He was getting so many points. And, no, I'm being bull. I'm bull. Bullcrapping, sorry. <laughs> to keep it G, to keep it PG rated, we'll say it's not not it's it's not G, it's PG rated. <laughs> mm. huh. Yep. So with that, there you go. There you go. As for the auto, the Iowa Wild, really not much going on. Zach Phillips didn't score a point, and the rest of the the prospects are still sucking down there. 
it's starting to get Risebrow like down there. Hopefully, Mr. Fletcher can kind of fill the cupboards up again. But luckily, the, it's only it's more mainly because the cupboards are up here, and a lot of those young guys that were struggling earlier in the year are playing a lot better. Thank God. Hopefully, Risebrow can. Uh, why am I calling him Risebrow? Hopefully, Fletcher can refill those cupboards again. You know, it'll be nice, but it's not as necessary now because even if he filled up the cupboards, where are they going to go? You know, so, well, I mean, it would make things interesting, make light a fire under Charlie Coyle, make him play a little better, but, yeah, you get the idea. I don't want to run this too long. <laughs> you get the idea. You get the gist. Huh. Hopefully we can get some of those guys to play better down there or replace them with better prospects and at the same time the uh, current young guys step it up more than they have been, even more. So with that, we will uh, enjoy another positive week, hopefully, with the Wild. Keep it up, and yeah. let's go get that. Let's go get that ultimate goal. Hopefully, in the next couple of months. Uh, yeah, hope to have you on again very soon. Yeah, be sweet. It's always a good time with you mm-hmm. and hanging out and the old hockey. So I'll always be around and mm-hmm. just. Uh, Keep it up, keep up the positive vibes, and uh, never know, uh, might have a Stanley Cup coming our way. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, if he keeps playing this, I mean, we've never had a, a goalie this hot before for this long, and Backstrom's had some really nice years, Rolson had some nice years, and this and that, but it never lasted like this, so mm-hmm. keep it up, baby, keep it up. Jonathan Ooh, Quick, yeah. Jonathan Quick, Tim Thomas, you know, who knows? <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, I know. You know, people are going to get pissed off saying, "How dare you compare him to Jonathan Quick?" But well, Quick's having a sucky year, so maybe I can. Oh, hey! I'm so mean, aren't I? Oh, I hate looking at those guys. Don't I? I hate them with a passion. The Jets. But yeah, with that, I just want to thank you again, and um, we will have him on again. Hope you guys like the in studio approach. It's, it's kind of different, but it's fun. Uh, as long as you can hear him well, it's kind of a fun way to do it. You know, it makes. I just been yeah. out so much, so long too. So yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of getting the feel of it again. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. You want, you're you're kind of in the the Iowa Wild, but still called up in a way. Uh, yep, you're kind of in the Iowa Wild. <laughs> yeah, no, that and that's that was a cool idea. There was Neil's idea, and it's it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So thanks again so much, and I want to wish all of you a good week and go wild. Yeah, baby.